0: All right. Compose yourself. This is a professional podcast. <laughs> Profes- for professional for winners. Professional for winners. Yeah. All right. Okay, my body is ready. All right. Let's do it. Hello and welcome to episode 21. The Casual Try Hard Podcast. I'm Brian, and I'm James, and we're coming to you live-ish from mm-hmm. the uh, Myrtle Beach Games. Yeah, in the uh, the back room. Shh, don't tell. Oh, we won't tell. No one, yeah. no one knows we're here. Yep. Except so, for podcast
1: dad. Yeah. So this episode is uh, all about Modern Horizons. I hope you guys are ready to hear about it.
0: Yeah. So as usual, you can find us on Twitter
1: at Casual Tripod. Yep, you can find us on Facebook at Casual tryhard MTG, and you can email us at the same email you were using, and also uh, show at casual try hard mtg.com. Um We'll get them both. So I know we we have had a couple people reach out to us uh, this week and last week, which is great. Thank you very much for taking yeah. time out to let us know what you think and ask us questions you can keep on using that email or you can use this new one. So
0: I think we actually got a next week's show topic or at least the segment yep. from a, uh, from a Twitter user. So yep. feel free. We, we are willing to work with you. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm excited. I know that most of the time you guys are excited about standard content. Yeah. But we've we'll get go back to standard. We've got to like delve into a great big new set of mm-hmm. all new modern cards.
1: Yeah. I'm excited for this
0: one. I've, Uh, I don't play a ton of Modern,
1: but I do really enjoy the format, so I was kind of stoked for this set to to come along.
0: Yeah, we were hoping that it would kind of shake things up, and it may or may not...
1: Yeah, I think the format's a little too fast for what the set's trying to do. Yeah. But hopefully it does something. There's a lot of sweet cards in here.
0: Yes, there are. So the set is... It's kind of been compared to Time Spiral, if you've been around for a while. And Time Spiral was this crazy set that had like 40 or 50 just new mechanics Mm -hmm. that were in it. This set kind of is just a celebration, if you will, of all Magic's history. So there's a bunch of kind of returning mechanics, but Mm -hmm. it seems like there's one of almost every mechanic yeah, there Throughout are... Throughout Magic's history. I
1: believe they said there were, like, 40-ish mechanics in this set. So it's really complicated. Um, yeah. It's going to be kind of a strange limited environment, I think.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of, like, just one-off mm-hmm. effects. There's, I think, one dredge card. There's one vanishing card. There's one card with the untapped symbol. Yeah. All right, so there's just a bunch of random mechanics. It was like, we want to get as many mechanics in here as we can. Mm-hmm. So here we go. Yep. It is kind of for Enfranchise players. Like, it's got a lot of nostalgia to it.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of, um, like, throwback cards that are, we're going to give you almost Mother of Runes. Yeah, or
0: we're going to give you almost Deranged Hermit. Right. Lots of cool
1: stuff. Yeah.
0: And a lot of the cards that were reprinted into Modern were printed more, I think, some of them for nostalgia, the actual modern playability.
1: Some of them were from nostalgia. Um, I think some of them were for the limited environment. too, yeah. unfortunately.
0: Yeah, we just need something to go in this slot. Yeah, it it's kind of a
1: shame that they wasted like really good reprints on just limited fodder. But yeah. I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do, I guess. I don't make the sets.
0: Yeah, it has to uh, it has to work. Mm-hmm. You know, but at like eight dollars a pack or whatever, how many you people know. are jamming a bunch of drafts? Right. Us, okay. unfortunately. Us, or, or a bunch of Seals. Yeah. First thing we wanted to do is, a couple episodes back, we took a guess mm-hmm. at what we what we wanted to see and what we thought we would see mm-hmm. in the set. Yep. How did we do? Not
1: um, great. Like, I think we approached our list from a point of view of, like, we were both trying to come up with decks that needed a little bit of help or, like, brand new
0: archetypes for modern.
1: It turns out that's not really what Wizards did.
0: Yeah, we specifically picked cards that were like, oh, if this card got printed, it would enable this new deck. Right. Or if this card got reprinted, it would take a Tier 2 deck and maybe make it Tier 1.5 or mm-hmm. make it Tier 1. Yep. And... Yeah, they kind of approached it more of the reprints where, oh, hey, remember this card? It was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And then the new cards were, you know, maybe trying to push the new archetypes. Yeah.
1: So I guess the first one that we're going to mention real quick was uh, one of my honorable mentions was Mm -hmm. something for the lands deck. Yes. And we definitely got that. Yes. Um, We didn't get the exact cards I was talking about, but I'm pretty sure there's going to be some sort of like a salt loam or some sort of loam deck because we got the cycling lands and we got Ren and Six.
0: Yes. So uh, the cycling lands are from Onslaught. Yep. And they all cycle for one mana on color. On one on color mana. So the, what is it? Forgotten Cave is the red one. Yeah, Forgotten
1: Cave's the red one. Uh, Barren Moor is the black one. Tranquil Thicket's the green one. Lonely Sandbar's the blue one. And Secluded Step is the white one. Yeah,
0: so they all cycle for whatever color mana they can make. Yep, and they all come into play tapped. Yes. So being able to cycle for one mana was really important to, like, kind of make those work. Especially, like,
1: when you're buying them back with Life from the Loam, you're basically just drawing cards. And then, like, if you bring more than one back, one of them can dredge Life from the Loam back.
0: Any other one can draw you a card. Yeah. Yep. That was kind of uh, a hit, if you will. Mm -hmm. And then along that same thing, you had talked about Astral Slide. Yeah, which we almost got. Yeah, we got Astral Drift. Right. Which is two and a white for an enchantment Mm -hmm. that whenever you cycle something, you get to exile a creature and it comes in at the end of play. Yep, and it cycles for two and a way. And when you cycle it, you get that same effect. Yep. So I, kind of a better astral slide. Well, astral slide it was whenever anyone cycled a card. Oh right, so but you couldn't cycle extra copies away. Yeah, you couldn't cycle extra copies away. Yeah. yeah. So it was kind of a fixed change astral mm-hmm. slide.
1: Yeah, and that's what they did with a lot of these like remake cards. Is they tweaked them just a little bit so that
0: maybe they're not as strong. Sometimes they're stronger. Yeah, just a little different. Yep. Other than that, we kind of kind of missed. There were some cards that were related to what we had mm-hmm. suggested. Mm-hmm. You suggested Toxic Deluge.
1: Yep, and we like, kind
0: of got uh, dre- uh,
1: Dead of Winter is like kind of snow Toxic Deluge. Um, does the same effect, but it counts the number of snow permanents you have. Uh, so it's two and a black. All creatures get neg-x, neg-x to end a turn, where x is the number of snow permanents you have. Um, so instead of paying life for it, you just count up your snow permanents.
0: Yeah, but snow creatures dodge it.
1: Oh, yeah, it's non-snow creatures. Non-snow yeah.
0: creatures. So yeah. if you're used to the cold, it doesn't bother you. Sure. Yeah, makes sense to me. Canadian creatures don't get neg-x, neg-x. A. 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 We also
1: got a reanimate spell. That was one of the things on our list. It was? Uh, we didn't get any of the ones that we thought we
0: might get. We did get unearth, though. The safest of the reanimation spells. Yeah, I think it's still pretty good, though. It is. Yeah. So uh, that's a black mm-hmm. return a creature, casting costs three or less from your graveyard to the battlefield, mm-hmm. and it cycles for two. Yep. Too generic. There could be some neat, like, value things you can do with Snapcaster Mage, mm-hmm. or you know, Season Pyromancer, the new card from the set. Mm-hmm. I also um, heard ta- people talking about um, Fulminator Mage.
1: Yeah. Being able to rebuy Fulminators is kind of big game. Just blowing up everything.
0: Mm-hmm. We, we didn't do great. Mm-hmm. Um, I did hit one thing right on the nose. Right on the nose, yep. And that was Wall of Blossoms. Yeah. Because I have no idea why that car wasn't in Modern. Yeah, it sh- I mean, it should have been. And then my cool land stuff that was too powerful did not get printed unsurprisingly. Right, yeah. I tried though. Yep. Wild Earth is too good for modern, apparently. Yep.
1: We did get a uh, a free counter spell. We did? Which was, I think that was on my list. None of the ones that I actually had on my list, but they gave us a new one. It's a Force of Negation. It's a two or one blue blue. One blue blue. And if it's your opponent's turn, you can exile two cards from your hand instead of paying its mana it's cost. It's one. One card? One blue card. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's a blue card. Yep. And it uh, counters a non creature spell. And it
0: exiles it. Yeah, yep. And so it's maybe playable because it's negate plus one, so mm-hmm. it's not too terrible on rate if you just have to hard cast it. Right. But it does give you a way to not get um, comboed out turn one. Yeah, because we're getting the London Mulligan. Yeah, I was kind of trying to figure out how to work that in. Yeah, I just did. Yeah, there we go. So uh, <laughs> the London Mulligan, if you were unaware, and this is going to apply to standard and limited as well, mm-hmm. is every time you Mulligan, you go you draw back up to seven cards. Mm-hmm. And then when you decide to keep your hand, you put one card from your hand on the bottom of your graveyard for each time you mulliganed. On the bottom of your graveyard. On the bottom of your library. (laughs) Yep. So if you mulliganed once, you look at seven, you put one card on the bottom. Mm -hmm. Mulligan twice, look at seven, put two cards on the bottom. Yep. So combo decks may be a little more enabled because oftentimes they need less. They're not worried about card quantity. They're worried about getting specific cards
1: and they get to they just get more looks at it so yeah
0: but like in standard you know those times where you you know have a six card hand that needs a second land right and you're like well I'll I hope my top card is a land don't ever look well you scry if you decide to keep it right but now you would that top card would be in your hand right and you would have more information to go like oh it was a land I can put this six drop on the bottom Mm -hmm. and now I can play a functional game of magic yep same with, like, uh, Limited as well, when yeah. you're like, I need, like, a third land. Mm-hmm. You get you get more information before you make your decision to keep or not.
1: Yeah, I th- the mulligan's going to be great for Standard and Limited. It's the uh, the older formats that we'll see.
0: Yeah, it's going to be fun times. Yeah. I think that they're leaning on Force of Negation and whatever the Black Force is. Um. Yeah, I don't actually... I forget I what showing f- that one is. Put that one. But right. Force of Negation, right, to counter Neoform or mm-hmm. to counter Gloria's Vengeance mm-hmm. to... Make sure that you just don't die, die on turn two, yep. and then the Black Force, whose name escapes us, mm-hmm. right? It, force it, of Despair, maybe Force of Despair sounds good. Yeah, you when it's not your turn, you can exile a black card, and it kills all creatures that came on the battlefield this turn. Mm-hmm. So if they do reanimate their Grizzlebrand or they do, Neoform into their Grizzlebrand, you can just kill it, mm-hmm. and then you don't have a seven seven on the board. Right, they probably draw fourteen cards, but you know, yeah. Details. Yeah, <laughs> you can recover. Yep. So, yeah, I think they're leaning on those cards to hopefully like shore up. Yeah, the rest of them are pretty bad though, right? The green one. You would like the green one, or Cameron like the green one? Cameron like the green one, and, and um, in fact,
1: I thought the green one was going to be all right versus uh, like the new Karn deck, the Karn mycosynth lattice. Mm-hmm. But then I was reminded that you can't pitch anything to it because all your cards are colorless.
0: Yeah, but against Affinity, it's yeah. like card even. Mm-hmm. For no mana. Investment. For no mana against. Uh, it uh,
1: destroys uh, artifact or enchant or two
0: artifacts or enchantments? Yes. Yeah. It's two green green as its regular cost, mm-hmm. but then exile a green card when it's not on your turn. Mm-hmm. And Cameron brought up like an infect against like Spellskite. Mm-hmm. You can just kill a Spellskite and still get the combo off. Yeah. There could be some applications. I guess that's
1: good too because it doesn't force you to put mana into um, like getting rid of a chalice. Yeah. Like nobody's got chalice for four yeah, unless so you're a g- monster.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it done. Yeah, I once yeah. saw Cameron put a chalice on five. Yeah, against Tron. Yeah, and I and was, was like, impressed. "What's five And he's like, "Batter skull." And I said, "We were in Baltimore." I said, "If yeah. you miss that trigger, you have to walk home <laughs> from Baltimore." <laughs> from Baltimore. Yeah. So it doesn't let you kill chalices. Yeah. So I think, like an infect, it'll be a way to like to kind of shore up. Uh, yeah, actually, it's pretty, pretty good. in fact. Yeah. Kill your chalice, kill your bridge, mm-hmm. kill your spell sky. So there's a lot of yeah. things that you can, that you can use it for. Mm-hmm. So that one might be all right. Yeah. Giving all your creatures plus one, plus one. I mean, it's an good. enchantment, so
1: like, it's, at least it sticks around. Yeah. I don't know. Tom Ross seemed pretty big on that one.
0: Flash in my glorious anthem.
1: Yeah. Woo. Go. The red one's just actively bad, though. <laughs> I don't know why you would ever play the red one.
0: So the red one, if you don't know, is one red red. Yeah. Make two, three, one elemental tokens with haste and trample. Mm. At the beginning of your next upkeep, sacrifice them. Right. And then you can cast it for free on your opponent's turn. Right. Which means if you cast it for free, they never get to attack. Yeah. They're just... Awkward. Surprise blocker. Yeah. Like (laughs) That's what red wants. Surprise Surprise blockers. Surprise blockers, Yep. You're like, oh, hey, I'm going to spend no mana on this blocker. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I'm not dead? No, cool. Sweet. Do more of that. Yeah. I think they are, like, we're going to lean on those cards of uh, the black and the blue one to make mm-hmm. sure that things don't go crazy with the London Mulligan. Yeah. Because a lot of the cards I designed for this set are very grindy. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of the mythics are four mana.
1: Yeah. doesn't really fit into this format real well right now.
0: Yeah. I killed someone on turn two two yesterday yeah i 21'd them hmm. and then on friday i killed you twice on turn one uh on your turn one yes on, ter- on my turn one i killed uh gemstone caverns yep. land faithless looting yep yeah 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 so urza looks really good if you make it to turn <laughs> three or
1: four i mean Yawmoth looks really good if you make it to turn four but i don't think you're gonna make it to turn four that's not what we're about here. Yeah, no. There are two more things I want to touch on before we move okay. on to the, uh, the next part. The first is we thought that there might be like Baleful Strix Shardless. Okay. We did not get Shardless. We did not. But I do kind of want to talk about Fixed Baleful Strix. Yes. Uh, it's Ice Fang coatal Okay. It is a green and a blue gold card. It is a snow creature, which is going to be important in a second. 1-1 uh, one, one Flash Flying. When it enters battlefield, you draw a card, and it has death touch as long as you control
0: three other snow permanents. Yeah, so it's kind of build-your-own Baleforce tricks. Yeah. It could be good. Like, it's something that would help mid-range decks. Well, I almost think that,
1: like, they're counting on snow being a deck. Like, it seems like we got a lot more pushed snow cards than we did, like, any other archetype.
0: Yeah, well, I don't have a tinfoil hat. But um, if I did put on here for you. Um, there's some talk that maybe the fall set is a snow set. Yeah. So I like, heard that as well. Because there's not, not enough stuff, I don't think, in Cold Snap. Right. Plus the kind of smattering of pushed yeah. snow cards here to, like, make a deck on the power level of modern. Right. But maybe there is a set that has some, like, random uncommons. Mm-hmm. That, you know, always there's usually like one or two cards that it's like, oh, this is uncommon that like yeah. breaks the format. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's a few of those in this next set and it kind of ties together a snow deck where we don't have it now, yeah, but we get it in six months, yeah, could be. So,
1: yeah, I'd heard rumors that a um, like a Viking Norse mythology themed set, Keldheim, yeah, was uh, was going to be upcoming, so we'll see. Yeah, so there might be a bunch of, like, snow Vikings that mm-hmm. do crazy stuff. Maybe. We'll find out. The uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about was a card that I mentioned, like, in our chat that okay. I don't think anybody really latched on to. So I'm going to spring it on you and see what you think of it. Okay. Uh,
0: shattered Assumptions. One, black, black sorcery. Uh, you, can ha- you can either pick, discard all, n- not... All colorless permanents from someone's hand, but I forget the other mode. All multicolored. All multicolored. Yeah, it's like the Tron Buster or just Or humans. Yeah. I mean, humans plays a bunch of gold cards. It does. Again, like three mana.
1: Oh, it's a lot. I mean, you got to get them. Like if you don't get them with this card, it's garbage.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Is it in your sideboard and you're like, I'm going to ramp this out and get Tron? I, I don't know. Maybe. I thought it was interesting. Yeah. When I looked at it, I was like,
1: wow, this card looks like something.
0: It's right on the edge. It's like conditional. So yeah. there's going to be like, you're going to sit down against like your burn player and mm-hmm. just like, it yeah. can't be in your main deck because no. I think it's just dead too often. Right. But yeah, no, it could be interesting. Yeah.
1: Good. Especially if, um, like, if there is an artifacts deck, like with Urza,
0: mm-hmm. you just zap them all. Yeah, I mean, getting like, a four-for-one with it is just backbreaking, and you win every one of those games. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's a mind rod, it's not good enough.
1: No. But, like, if you hit three cards with it, like, you, I think I'm in for that.
0: Yeah, but the times you hit one, like, you just, well, yeah. just want to die. Yeah. So you, like, inquisition them first. See what yeah. it looks like in there. I'm going to take that colored permanent. Yeah,
1: I'm going to take your uh, Ancient Stirrings.
0: Very interesting. Yeah. Getcha. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. So... You know, I think that card, like, if, again, if there's a fair deck. Mm-hmm. And I think that is the question. Are there fair decks that come out? I hope so, man. I'm a big fan of fair decks. So let's talk about some decks. Yeah. So what we wanted to do is we didn't want to just come to you and be like, oh, hey, uh, I had a deadline to meet for my article. Yeah. So I want to take this burn deck and I'm going to throw four of the uh, red, red, white, white uh, canopy, lands. canopy lands in yeah. it and be like, it's a new deck. Look yeah. at me. I'm so smart. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sorry, with, Jesse. Yeah. Everyone with, like, Two packs of magic cards to rub together. Came up with that one, <laughs> so we tried to take some an idea of kind of approaching, like kind of building a new archetype, mm-hmm. or kind of redefining an existing archetype yeah. with uh, the new cards. Mm-hmm. And so we're gonna have in the show notes uh, or in the description below, if you're yep. watching this on YouTube, we're gonna have the um, links to these links to the decks, and they are rough. Oh, they're very rough. Um, I did not include sideboard cards. So your sweet uh, porphyry nodes didn't actually make the list. Oh, you didn't put my side. Did you put the sideboard cards in for mono? Right. Okay, you did. Okay. Whew. Yeah. That
1: well,
0: was yeah, important. it's important. That, that was important. Deck, Yeah. So like I said, we're just trying to kind of come up with some interesting starting points. Mm-hmm. And maybe there's something here, or these are at least interactions that are interesting. So of yeah. like how we talked about brewing before, mm-hmm. but we're just brewing in a much, much bigger pot.
1: Right. We're looking for strong interactions. We're not looking for, you know, the last 10% of a list. We're looking for something to build around. So these lists are geared towards that.
0: Something that you would, like, if you had a Magic Online account, which I don't. Yeah. But you would play and go, like, oh, 05 in a league, but mm-hmm. be like, oh, this interaction was good. Right. Let's. H- how can I... Maximize that. Right. And how can and this interaction was awful. Yeah. When let's get rid out. of that. So the first thing I kinda came up with was mono red prison. Mm-hmm. And this is uh using one of your favorite new cards, right? Oh yeah, my boy Goblin Engineer. Yeah. So I've talked about him before. Mm-hmm. So here one in a red, one, two. When he comes into play, search your library for an artifact and put it into the graveyard, pay a red, tap him, sack an artifact It's in play to put an artifact from your graveyard onto the battlefield if it has converted mana cost three or less. Mm-hmm. That's the rub. Yep. The idea was to combine that with Trash for Treasure. Right. We've talked about this before. Two and a Red Sorcery as an additional cost to cast it, sack an artifact, and then put an artifact from your graveyard onto the battlefield. Mm-hmm. So you can use your Goblin Engineer to go get big dumb things mm-hmm. to play them out ahead of curve with Trash for Treasure. Yep. Or you can use your Goblin Engineer to get specific lock pieces that right. cost three mana. Yeah, most of
1: the lock pieces in Modern are three or less, mm-hmm. like in Steering Bridge, Trinosphere, yeah. like those sorts of things.
0: Yeah, so you can do that and be able to get to those things and then also have the Karn the Great Creator Mikos and Flatus lock. hmm So that was kind of the idea. Mm -hmm. Like instead of playing four bridges, you get to play three. Right. Because you get to go, you have four extra copies with your uh, engineer. Mm -hmm. And it lets you put the fourth on the board to get with Karn if you need to also. I had like one Trinisphere to go get with your engineer Mm -hmm. and then one on the board. Yep. So it doesn't get to play Chalice of the Void. Right. Because I want to have, like, Faithless Looting as ways to discard those big artifacts to trash for treasure them. Yep. Because you you're not always going to get your Engineer.
1: Yeah, and, like, you're not getting a ton of mana on the battlefield to, like, hard cast them either. Yeah,
0: you're not looking to... Like, you're not playing, like, the Urza lands to, like, right. cast Mycosynth Lattice. Right. Maybe you get to, but more than likely you're, like, Karn, get a Mycosynth Lattice, Faithless Looting, mm-hmm. bring it back. Yep. So you can in do in one that turn. With, well, that's a hell of a turn. That well, is a hell of a turn. Well, well, I guess you do get to bring your... You can do it the second turn because you pay four mana for a card, yeah. and then it's four mana to bring out Mycosimplatus. So, like, if you can get your card out, you should be able to get your Mycosimplatus out. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of the idea. The thing that was kind of interesting is you need a bunch of cheap artifacts
1: mm-hmm.
0: to tie the whole room together because you need something for your engineer to engineer out. Right. That brought us to another new card, mm-hmm. which is Akram's Astrolabe. Yeah. Or Astrolabe. 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 And this is the, like, dorky one snow mana. Mm-hmm. So it can only play with a snow land. Yep. It's a snow uh, artifact. It is a snow artifact. It comes into play and it draws a card. Mm-hmm. And then it has pay one tap, add one mana of any color. Yep. So it's kind of pentad prism. Mm-hmm. So it can turn your, uh, your snow-covered mountains into red mana. Yes, it could. <laughs> that lets you draw a card. It digs you a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. And then I also put in chromatic star. Mm-hmm. Because... That, when it gets welded out... Yeah, draws you a card. Draws you a card. Right. Spirit so doesn't. Yeah. The lab gets you a card on the way in to mm-hmm. get you one closer to your engineer. Mm-hmm. And then the other one just replaces itself when it gets welded out. Yep. And then you have, like, a bunch of kind of bullets in the sideboard. Mm-hmm. What's your other your other sweet tech in this deck? You had one more card
1: that was pretty sweet that uh, I don't know if people are necessarily thinking of modern playable. Godfrey
0: Statue? That's the one. Card's legacy playable. It's real talk here. Okay. So, Trinosphere makes everything cost three. Mm-hmm. So, a one mana spell costs three. Mm-hmm. The two a two mana, mana spell, spell costs three. If you get out a Godfarrow statue, mm-hmm. a one mana spell costs three, Trinisphere.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: A two mana spell costs four, mm-hmm. better than Trinisphere. Yep. If you can cheat it, there are some decks that just can't beat it. Yeah, not ever. Like, Phoenix isn't going to beat it. They yeah. don't want to have four lands in play. I'm gonna cast three spells this turn. Yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> I would like to watch you try to do that. Hope you brought some lotus Petals. Yeah. That cost you two. That are already on the battlefield. Yeah. So and then one other just spicy fun thing is mm-hmm. getting the like trash for treasure or sundering titan. Yeah. I'm in. How's that three three color mana base treating you? <laughs> I'm gonna blow up that one, that one, and that one. Yeah. Oh, I blew up a mountain. Oh I'm yeah, sorry. Right. <laughs> you know, you're trying to lock people out with artifacts. Yeah. It's definitely a prison deck. Yeah. It, there could be something here. Like <laughs> the Karn, Karn, Microsynth Lattice. I think everyone, I was just like, that's not going to be a thing.
1: Yeah. Now it's, Microsynth Lattice is $60.
0: Yeah, I now have two. Yeah. Yeah, so I went from this is dumb to, oh, fine. Fine. <laughs> Whatever. I will, I will lock people out of Make games. Make me buy these bad commander cards. Exactly. about bought the Battle Bond version so Cameron could have the good version. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'll take both of them. Cameron's like, Whoa, whoa. I want the dark steel one. I was like, fine. Yeah, so that's an interesting thing. Again, it might be awful. But it might be No, uh, yeah, no, I think there's something there. I think to, there's enough power in the list yeah, for sure. And you just it's something where you just have to try. Yeah. And you work on the numbers and adjust accordingly. And again, as a casual try hard, mm-hmm. you just sit back and let someone who like just plays magic online right. fifteen hours a day come up with it and then one day you're gonna get like there's gonna be a five O list and mm-hmm. you're gonna go like, Oh, I have the cards for that. That's right. And then you're going to play it. <laughs> you're like, this is great. Yep. So then you had one.
1: Yeah. Um, I tried really hard to brew around Ren and Six. It's uh, our newest two-mana Planeswalker. Hands down the best two-mana Planeswalker. Sorry, Tibbolt. It is definitely better than Tibbolt. So Ren and Six, like I said, is a two-mana Planeswalker. He's red-green. Uh, yep. He is a red and a green mana.
0: He has three loyalty. Three starting loyalty. Plus one, return a land from your graveyard to your hand. Mm-hmm. Minus one, deal one damage to any target. Uh, Yep. Minus seven? Uh, Yes, minus seven. All instants and sorceries in your graveyard have retrace. That is your emblem. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. No that notes good. here.
1: <laughs> so this card, as long as the format can slow down a touch, mm-hmm. is an absurd power level. Yeah, it is very good. Originally, like my first impressions were this card has to go in like a loam deck. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there is a loam deck that uses this card. But the more I was trying to brew a list, the more I kind of came back to like classic Jund using this as a value engine. You can recur uh, blast zones to take care of permanents. You recur ghost quarters to lock them out of the game. Um, this version of Jonda also runs the full four um, Assassin's Trophies okay. to go along with the Ghost Quarters. Um, usually you only see the Assassin's Trophies in like, the straight Golgari lists, where I put them like, right in the main here. And I thought that Culligan's Command with Renin Six, if you get to the ult, was super nice. You, then okay. you just win the game.
0: They never get to uh, cast a spell, uh, draw a card again.
1: Yeah, you just make them discard and then draw step and hit them for two. That's pretty good. And again, and again, and again. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yep. The rest of the list is stockish Jund. I did sub out the Goist for tireless trackers. Um, you're going to be making a lot more land drops than traditional Jund does uh, using Ren and 6. I also upped the land count from like 24, 25 that Jund normally runs to 27 using yeah. some of the utility lands. Yes, yeah,
0: is Jund really usually can't support colorless lands, so right. you need to kind of go up yep. and treat them as like spells. Yep.
1: So that's basically what I did. Um, I tweaked the mana base a little bit to account for... Um, like, some of what you're trying to cast on curve.
0: Yeah. Can we pour one out for our homie Tarmoglyph, who just got replaced? <sighs> so wow.
1: the mighty have fallen. Yeah. I like, also replaced Bloodbraid Elf in this list. It
0: costs four mana. <laughs> yeah. And, like,
1: Renin six is just a better value engine.
0: Yeah. So. It That costs two mana. That's far less. You can cast that in most games of, of yeah. modern. I mean, you might die immediately afterwards, but sure, you can you cast it. You can cast it. it. <laughs> it's just, like... Is Jund good enough? And I, that's a yeah, sad I place know. to be. Yeah. To be like, hey. Well, you don't have to tell me. Staple, it's a place staple. To be. deck of the format is it good enough? Yeah. I
1: mean, it used to be like the sign of a healthy modern format was, was when Jund was good, right? Like that's what people looked for.
0: Modern has been sick for 18 months.
1: A very long time, yeah.
0: Much to my dismay. Yeah. There's just a tarmog. There's a picture of a tarmogay somewhere with an IV in his arm, and an ICU. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Hang on, buddy. Hang on.
0: <laughs> He's just a little zero one. There's no graveyard There's no for. He's uh, just sad,
1: wilting away in somebody's hand. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. One poor dark confident with like the paddles over him. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Clear. <laughs> Hang on.
1: One other thing that I wanted to note with uh, Jund in particular, and one of the reasons that it went to Jund, was Renin 6 can recur your man lands. Yes. Which is pretty cute with like Hissing Quagmire and Raging Ravine. Yeah. Um, I didn't put Hissing Quagmires in this list, but Raging Ravine and um, Treetop Village are pretty neat to recur.
0: Yeah, Treetop Village is good. Yeah.
1: Trade them off in combat and bring them back. Yes.
0: Yep. So this next deck, I don't know if it's good. But Has it a great name. have the best name. It does have the best name. We started name. with the name and then built a deck. So, yeah. you know, this is A+, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Saltai the Snowman. Saltai the Snowman. <laughs> the was a jolly, happy soul. So this is kind of relying on Ice colado that mm-hmm. we talked about before. Yep. But then tries to pull in a lot of the Cold Snap cards. Mm-hmm. And then is going to play like a traditional Jundi mid-range, yeah, mid-range deck. Range. So we're gonna we're going deep here.
1: Oh, well, we, there's also another new card in here, right?
0: There's a uh, couple, right?
1: Well, there's one that we haven't talked about yet. Which one's that? Uh, Lage's Slumber. Oh yeah. Yeah, your yeah. girl's back.
0: Do I remember all the texts of Meritless Slumber? This this is a this, this is, is a, a tough test one. For me.
1: Yeah. It's one of the blue. It is. What for is an it? enchantment. What kind of enchantment? It's a snow enchantment. What it, kind of the snow en- snow it is a legendary snow enchantment. It is a legendary snow enchantment.
0: When Merit Lage's Slumber or another snow permanent enter the battlefield, scry one. Yep. And if you have ten snow if you have controlled ten snow permanents, I think it counts itself. Mm-hmm. You can sacrifice Merit Lage's Slumber to make a twenty twenty flying indestructible black creature token called Merit Lage.
1: Mm-hmm. It is not an activated ability, though, to yeah, it trigger an ability. Yes. It happens during your upkeep.
0: Oh, the trigger in your upkeep. We're triggering yep. your upkeep. Okay. Yep. It's a flavor fail because uh, Dark Depths, you melted ice yeah. to get your Merit Lidge out. Yeah. And in this one, you like pile a bunch of snow on her, and then she comes out. It's very confusing. Snowball I fight. I don't know how this works. This is not Dark Depths. This is not Dark Depths. It no. is not nearly as good as Dark Depths. No. You can't cheat on this. No, there's
1: no way to cheat. You've, not that I have found.
0: You gotta, you gotta stuff a lot of snow permanents in yeah. onto the battlefield. Um, it's also very slow. Very slow. Yeah. I mean, the only defense there is thinking about uh, the city's blessing. Remember, like when they spoiled the city's blessing. Mm-hmm. I know for Limited, I was like, how often are you going to just get 10 permanents to get the City's Blessing? Mm-hmm. And, like, it's like, oh, turn five. Mm-hmm. Which, again, very slow for mono. Very. That's what I meant was but, turn but five it, But it's slow. like, oh, this is it's more doable than you think if mm-hmm. you have a deck full of snow permanents. Yeah. We have a few that we've gone deep on to be snow permanents here. Yes. So we have uh, boreal. Boreal Druid.
1: Boreal Druid, yep.
0: Which is a green for a snow creature Mm -hmm. that um, taps to add one colorless mana. One colorless. Can't even give you a colored mana, just one colorless mana. Uh, It is a snow permanent, though, it is a snow snow mana. Is it a snow mana? Yes, that is how that works. I did not know that that works.
1: It is a snow mana. Okay. Mana from snow permanents is snow mana. Wow.
0: Okay. That's what I was told. (laughs) There we go. Now you know. Now I know. And knowing's half the battle. That's right. Geojo. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. We're old. <laughs> so you have a Boreal Druid mm-hmm. and then Cold Steel Heart, which is a two mana snow artifact that comes into play tapped, and when it comes into play, you get to name a color and it makes that color mana. Okay. So it's just a mana rock. Yeah. And it's also a snow permanent. Also wanted to have Dead of Winter in here mm-hmm. as kind of a way to catch up when you get kind of overrun by humans or other
1: things which i think is that's like exactly its purpose
0: yes and then another a plus card here uh into the north Mm -hmm. that's one of your favorites yeah so into the north is rampant growth for snowland so it's one in the green search your library for a snowland and put it on the battlefield tapped Mm -hmm. um so it gives you a way to ramp and then i kind of just put together um like a mid-range shell like a mid-range shell so some discard and some removal spells though mm-hmm. so i don't know if that's kind of right yeah but... i'm not sure and then uh two rate of consumption yeah what's right of consumption do this is from shadow it is from shadow it is one in the black for a sorcery has an additional cost sacrifice a creature uh target opponent loses x life and you gain X life where X is the toughness? I think it's power. Power, toughness of the sacrifice creature. Mm-hmm. So uh, the idea being Merit Lage wakes up and you don't want to be some dope that waits to like have to attack. Yeah, so you fling it. So you do. You just fling it at him. Yep. And Gotcha. Uh, yeah. I once won a legacy team, <laughs> team event match by flinging a, a right of consumption at someone. Yep. Good times. And then... The rest of your snow permanents are going to be your basic snowlands. And they're probably not good enough, but there's a set of snow guild gates. Mm -hmm. And they're all the allied colors. So there's Mm -hmm. Frostmarsh, which is blue-black. And they all come into play tat, but they're snowlands. So if you have a small number, it's a way... Like, there's no downside of getting one of those with uh, an End of the North. Right. Because they're going to come into play tapped anyway. Yep. So I have three. Maybe the right number is like two or one to just go get to fix your mana. Uh, And it's snow. And it's snow. So, and then the other card, and I don't know if I have enough um, uh, snow permits for it, is Scrying Sheets. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the snow mana. It's a land. Mm -hmm. It taps for, apparently, one colorless snow mana. Correct. And then you can pay a snow mana and tap it in look at the top card of your library or mm-hmm. reveal it. Take it's one of look. the two. And if it's a snow permanent, you have to put it in your hand.
1: Well, then you reveal it.
0: Well, then you reveal and put it yeah. in your hand. Yeah. So it gives you a card Drainage engine in a land. Mm-hmm. The problem is I don't know if I have a high enough snow permanent count in this right now. Um, or a snow sm- snow spell card thing. Because like, we should get, like, dead of winter. Yeah, you might. Yeah. I mean, you get, like, 30...
1: 30 snow permanents.
0: Yeah, so it's close, but I also don't know if I have, what is it here, $25 a pop for Scrying Sheets? Yeah. Yeah, like, no thanks. Yeah, I
1: wish I had bought into Scred like a year ago.
0: Yeah, I know, when they were like $4. Yeah. So, if nothing else, Eye the Snowman is an A-plus name.
1: Oh, yeah, 100%. If that deck exists, it needs to be called Saltai the Snowman.
0: It does. It does. You heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, trademark. <laughs> trademark. When you fill out your deck red sheets, Salt Eye the Snowman for all decks. <laughs> for all decks. Doesn't matter what it is. I'm playing Teemer. Salt, salt Eye the, eye the snowman. snowman. I'm playing humans. Salt Eye the Snowman. Make yep. it happen. <laughs> and then kind of a lands list? Yeah, maybe. Lands ish. Yeah. So. Lands adjacent, loam. Like a loam yeah. deck, uh, trying to leverage Renin 6. Mm hmm. I was trying to think about how Legacy Lands was built, Yeah, and we are missing some key yes. pieces, and those key pieces kind of being um, exp- uh, exploration. Yeah, and
1: that's a big one. Yeah,
0: that's really the one that kind of holds yeah. them
1: back. Thine uh, Glaciers is pretty
0: important. They don't play Thine Glaciers anymore. Really? No.
1: No, no, no. Really? No. Oh. no. That card's awful. All right. Oh, yes. not Thine Glaciers. Glacial Chasm. Glacial Chasm. Yeah, that's the one go. I was thinking of.
0: Another cold permanent, uh, yes. And we also can't 20, 20 people.
1: Right. Which is unfortunate. Very unfortunate.
0: So this was basically kind of like a smush of like an aggro Loam deck that's going to have Chalice. Mm-hmm. Plus then just uh, being able to record Ghost Quarters with Red in Six. Mm-hmm. And, and Life and from the Loam. And Life from the Loam. And then using like Night of the Reliquary mm-hmm. to go kind of get your one of Silver Bullets in mm-hmm. addition to uh, Sylvan Scrying. Yep. Uh, I got yelled at because I have on here explore yeah because I searched skyfall for put, play an additional land uh, and I should have apparently searched for put a land onto the battlefield because then you get Sakura tribe Scout yeah uh, which is just better yeah. but I searched for the <laughs> wrong thing but basically Sakura tribe Scout would kind of try to fill the explore right. or sorry exploration whole of just letting you play additional lands each turn yeah i mean the problem is that it's fragile though it is it is but like that's kind of the only thing you have to mm-hmm. kind of fill that role yeah because if you're just playing one land a turn right it's not good enough nope so we're trying to like go quarter people mm-hmm. and then win the game uh with yes. seismic assault
1: yeah. or uh Iola's
0: influence yeah which is green 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 enchantment discard a land make a 2-2 bear yep bear assault or what's it? salt. Yes. And then. Thanks, Logan. Yes, you have a bunch of kind of silver bullet lands. You have a blast zone, mm-hmm. which is kind of like tabernacle adjacent. Ish.
1: You right? got um, some cycle lands so you can get some card draw off your loams and your running six. Yeah. Um, you play some of the horizon
0: lands. Yeah, so you can, again, draw cards and yeah. recur your uh, life from loams. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was all proud of myself because uh, there's, there's this card. Something about Heliod? Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, It's a hall of uh, Heliod's generosity, right? I guess. Yeah, that's not how I wrote it down, but we're going to keep this... Uh, PG? Keep this PG. Weak.
0: Yeah. Anyway, uh, Legacy Lands plays Drop of Honey. Yes. Which is a green for an enchantment, and on each of your upkeeps, you get to destroy the creature with the lowest power, mm-hmm. and then you um, sacrifice it to throw in our creatures. Mm. Uh, We don't have that in Modern. We have Periphery Nodes. Which is the
1: same exact card, but it's white.
0: But it's white. So if you use Hall of Heroic Generosity, Mm -hmm. which taps for colorless, and you pay one of the white to put an enchantment on top of your Mm -hmm. uh, library, you can just recycle your Periphery Nodes.
1: Yeah. The, uh, The only problem with that is we're relying on creatures for our mana ramp. Like, we don't have exploration. Yes. So... Your periphery nodes is gonna eventually kill them.
0: It's in the sideboard. We can yeah. we can make some things happen here. That's an interesting interaction that I saw, and then yeah. it's been like it's kind of popped up other places as well. Mm-hmm. But it also lets you trim on seismic assaults yeah. and the uh, the bear assault because yeah. you
1: don't care if you mill them.
0: Yeah, because like you can always just recur your Heliod generosity. Ha, oh, Heliod's Hall of Helios generosity. Yeah. Whatever. He killed Elspeth. He did. Spoilers. He's, yeah. He's a not-nice He's a very not-nice person, god, enchantment yeah. being. Yeah, not cool. Not cool at all. These lists will be up. There's, again, they are rough.
1: Yeah, I would definitely not, like, register these for a tournament, but they yeah. are uh, certainly a place to start in the format um, if any of the archetypes sound interesting.
0: With a lot of them being newer cards, they won't be, like, stupid expensive. Like, yeah. all the new snow cards are... I guess like Dead of Winners, $5 a piece. That's yeah. Not, that's not terrible. Yep. Yeah. So it could give you a place to kind of get in and not spend, you know, $80 on Dark Confidence. Yeah. A or Urza. Or Urza. Well, he's come down, right? Yeah, he has come down. People were like, four man is a lot. I forgot.
1: Yeah, $80 is a lot too. $80 is a <laughs> lot.
0: I don't think you want to spend this much on this card. Yeah. So I guess we have some some hot takes. Yeah, and some little bit of single card discussion. Some hot takes. Okay. I didn't know what SCD meant. Single card
1: discussion. There we go. Yeah. Okay. On the same page now. Yes, we are. <laughs>
0: we are on the same page. So, what do we think about Giver of Runes? So, what made Mother of Runes so good was she always had to eat two removal spells. Like, if you didn't right. tap her, it was always Bolt. She taps bolt. bolt again. Yeah. Right? This just gets Bolted or Fatal Pushed. Fatal Pushed. <laughs> Fatal pushed like right away. Yeah. Right. So there's not that you don't have that inherent two for one built in.
1: Yeah, I mean it still eats a removal spell though. Like Mother of it Runes is. is great on turn one. Yes. Giver of Runes is probably almost as good on turn four. Like when you're when you need something to live and you just need to eat a removal spell, like one mana to do, that's fine. Yeah. I think.
0: That's fair. You still have to untap with it. They can still just kill your thing. I mean, it's the same thing with Mother of Rounds. Well, right, but then they kill your thing, so they didn't kill... Oh, no, yeah, I guess you're right. They just kill your other thing. Right, you can't protect your combo piece. Yeah. If they draw a removal spell, they're just like, I'll just kill the combo piece. Yeah. In those, like, Death and Taxes and Hate Mm -hmm. Bears decks, it could be something where... Like, I don't know if they had good one-drops. Like it could be like a reasonable one drop. I
1: actually think they were playing like Thraben Inspector. Like this is better than Thraben Inspector,
0: right? Yeah, it doesn't draw you a card, but it's still yeah. better than Thraben Inspector. It still
1: eats a card though. It's kind of the same
0: thing. Yeah. And it's a one two, so it lets you block some things yeah. that mother rooms couldn't block. Mm-hmm. Um what about the other card for Hate Bears? The uh
1: Oof Oofy.
0: Oof. 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 What is it? Collector Oof. Collector Oof, yeah. It's a Null Rod on a creature. One in the green for a 2-2. Two, two activated abilities of artifacts can't be activated. So it's yep. basically Stony Silence. Mm-hmm. I think it goes into humans. Yeah. <laughs> right. it, it shuts it, off their own uh, Aether Vials? It shuts off your own Vials, but... Right, if you're playing Stony Silence in your board, this is just a Stony Silence that you can awkwardly Vial in. Yeah. And you can cast it off of... Oh, what's that terrible land that doesn't... only cast creature spells. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: I can't think of it. Yeah, anyway. it's gone. The terrible land that only casts creature spells, mm-hmm. so you're able to cast it off more of your lands than you could a stony silence. Stony silence, yeah. And in any kind of like cord or collected company deck, yeah, you can tutor for it. it. Yeah, you can just go get it. Yeah. So I think it's going to be played. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but like hate bears plays
1: company and cord, right?
0: I don't know if they play company and cord. Well, they probably because because they play Thalia. Yeah. That's true. So I don't know. I mean, it could just be something that ends up in those decks as, again, like like a different Stony Silence. Mm-hmm. Right? Maybe you'd have, like, if you want to have four of that effect in your sideboard, maybe mm-hmm. you could do, like, two and two because you know your opponent's going to bring in Nature's Claim. Yeah. But now they have to bring in Nature's Claim. And Fatal Push. And Fatal Push. Yeah. Or they just have to, like, have Assassin's Trophy. But now that's a two-minute answer. That gives you land. That gives you land. So it's not... As clean of an answer as just like you spent two mana, I spend one to answer it, and then I get to have my turn. Yeah, it's like okay, you spent two mana, now I had to spend two mana on my trophy. Mm-hmm. So no, I think there is a spot for it. Okay, I don't know if it's gonna do a whole lot to like change the format. Mm-hmm. Like I guess it hurts Tron because they can't cycle through their right, their their mana rocks. Yep, or their their eggs or their maps. Yeah. So, no, there's probably a spot for it, and I guess it is a little bit of a clock. Like that's why Thalia is better than just an enchantment. Yeah, I
1: mean, it's certainly more of a clock than uh, Stony Silence is. Yes. Yeah. Mirrodin besieged. Yeah. This is a two and a blue for an enchantment. There we go. And when it enters... Not legendary. You can have more than one.
0: Ooh.
1: Uh, when it enters a battlefield, you choose uh, Mirrodin or Phryxian. Mm-hmm. And if you choose Mirrodin, you every time you cast an artifact spell, you get a 1-1 mirror. Okay. If you choose Phyrexian, at the end of your turn, you loot. And then if you have 15 artifacts in your graveyard, you win.
0: I misread this. No, you don't win. Target player loses. loses. Product loses. Yep. I misread this card. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought it was just 15 cards in your graveyard. I was like, oh my (laughs) god, Glimpse of Nature is playable. And then you just wrote artifacts. Yeah, it's artifacts. Mm. I still think this might be a duck, though. It could be. I mean, again, it's hard to play like a three mana do nothing Mm -hmm. and then hope to get there the next turn. Yeah, um, except that some of your
1: three mana do nothings don't just do nothing because you can run moxes. Yeah, like this deck probably plays psy and sahili, and you can just go super wide. You play mox ambers, mox ovals. Yeah, I mean, I guess it could
0: be like a turn two kind of thing, but you don't have like that natural sack thing with like KCI. You don't have a way to sack artifacts to like so like Iker Wellspring. Yeah, you don't get to like just put it in your graveyard and draw two cards. You do if you're playing like
1: Goblin Engineer.
0: Yeah, we only get to do that like once. But yeah,
1: yeah, I don't know. It, it seemed really interesting and powerful. Um yeah. there's got to be a way to get artifacts in your graveyard. Like faithless looting, Like, gets art. I mean, if you're playing a bunch of artifacts, that gets them in your graveyard. Fifth is looting is uh, the answer to everything. It is. Yeah. Is there like a draw discard for when an artifact hits a battlefield? I'm sure. But I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. The card was really interesting, and I think it's costed efficiently enough that it's not just unplayable.
0: Yeah, like there could be a world where you're able to consistently get fifteen artifacts in your graveyard on turn four, mm-hmm. where you play this on three, or you like get a bunch of graveyard artifacts in your graveyard on turn three, mm-hmm. and then your turn four is this: choose Mirrodin's, discard your last artifact, win the yeah. game, or your, at XM. least the game. Yeah, for X game, sorry. Freshly yeah. and lose the your opponent loses the game. Yeah, seems less satisfying to be like you lose. You lose, not like I win. Well, I don't know. I don't know it's the same thing. Yeah, but it's still. the same thing. We had a very nice exchange on our show notes. <laughs> yeah, you wrote "Nibble mongoose, good enough for modern," yeah. and I just wrote "Nope." <laughs> I agree. So there was that brief phase when Death Deathrite Shaman got banned. Yeah, in Legacy, and everyone went like, "Oh." We get to play Teamer Delver, and we get to play Nimble Mongoose. And it was just so sad yeah. to watch these people throw all their cards in their graveyard to play a 3-3. Three, three. Yeah. And their opponent did the same thing and played a Gurmag Angler and had a 5-5. Five, five.
1: Yeah, or brought back three uh, prized amalgams.
0: Yeah, but you're just like, hmm, cool. Yeah, good cool, talk. cool 3-3. Here. Here's my 5-5. Five, five. Yeah. Magic has changed. Uh, Quite a bit. We get a lot for one mana. Yeah. Or no mana.
1: I mean, Nimble, for those of you that don't know, Nimble Mongoose used to be great.
0: Nimble Mongoose is a green for a 1-1. With Shroud. With Shroud. And it has Threshold. And Mm -hmm. Threshold means you have seven cards in your graveyard. Yep. Gets plus two, plus two. Mm Mm-hmm. So there is a point where, like, the the Legacy Delver decks were like, stick a Mongoose, make sure I don't die, then win the game with this Mongoose. Mm Mm-hmm. And they did. And they did. For a long time. Yes, and now we put six cards in our graveyard and play a 5-5. Five, five. Yep, seems better. It blocks a 3-3. Three, three. It, it sure ha- does. It doesn't have shroud, but okay. It's a 5-5. Five, five. Yeah, You can't bolt it. Can't it costs bolt. six mana. You can't push it. Swords to plowshares or or path. Yeah. O- okay. Sure. I'll play another one. Yep. Cool. Yeah, so I, I think that it's just not good enough, and people are going to trick themselves into playing it. Mm-hmm. They're going to be sad. They are going to be sad. I mean, I'm, like, I'm kind of sad. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, it's just not, not where we are. The first sliver.
1: Yeah, I just picked a random one. We got a bunch of new slivers. We did. Some of them are better than others. The first sliver is like the big splashy one, so I figured that's the one that I would use as a jumping off point. But slivers in general. Like slivers were kind of the first like humans, right? Yeah. Humans deck. Like when the humans that kind of like burst onto the scene, um, I think I sent you a message and said, wow, we got all these like Rainbow Lands now. Is there anything besides humans we can do with them? Like, what about slivers?
0: And slivers actually has a better land with sliver hive. Yeah. The first sliver is Wooberg yep. for a five five or a seven seven or something. Uh, it's a seven seven. Seven seven, and it has Cascade. It does. And then all your other slivers have Cascade. Mm hmm. Um, I don't think he's good enough for modern. No, no. I mean, they used to play the people used to violin out of the board the all your slivers have indestructible sliver mm-hmm. silver hive lord mm-hmm. yeah but right but you're trying to cast this yeah, one yeah you're not, no yeah no so I think the problem I think where the comparison of humans and slivers kind of falls apart is humans has this destructive element right when they printed kite sail freebooter and mm-hmm. unclaimed territory I was like you just put there's like humans a thing now because we have this discard human and then uh, unclaimed territory to cast it. Mm-hmm. But then you have Kite Kitesail Freebooter, you have Meddling Mage, and you have oh, Thalia. Yeah. So you have these Disruptive Elements and Reflector Mage. Mm-hmm. Right? And then you just have, like, Go Big, Go Fast. Mm-hmm. And Slivers has Go Big, Go Fast. But not much else. But not much in the way of Disruption. Their Disruption yeah. is, like, Diffusion Sliver, which makes Instants or Sorceries that target a Sliver you control cost two more. Right. Right, so it's it's a different. Mm-hmm. They did get, like, the the red-white sliver. Yeah, the
1: red-white one's good. I th- like, if anything has a chance to help slivers out, it's going to be this one.
0: Yeah, and that's a 2-2 that for red-white yep. that has flying and haste. Uh, it technically does not. All slivers you control have hiding, flying, and haste. Yes. It kind of turns all of your slivers into, like, Mantis Riders. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's enough.
1: Yeah, that's all. It like helps the velocity problem, but it doesn't help the disruption problem.
0: Yeah, so you go faster, but you don't. You know, you're not stopping them from doing what they're going to do.
1: Right. and you still just lose to a wrath. You do. Yeah, and I don't think they they did enough to get there. Now that's not saying you know we're not going to get some good slivers coming up, and slivers might get there, but I don't think they get there currently.
0: Corset, corset slivers. Hey, we'll see. We'll see. So devoted uh, druid combo might yep. have benefited most from this set.
1: Uh, yeah, it got uh, one really good piece, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to talk about another one and give you some input on it, uh, but it got Eladomri's Call. It's a uh, green and white for uh sorcery? I think so. I think it's a sorcery, and
0: just lets you tutor for a creature. Yep, any creature in your library? Yep, go get it. Put it in your hand. So this effectively gives you more copies of your combo pieces.
1: Well, yeah, it gives you four more copies of each, technically.
0: Yeah. So if you have a Devoted Druid and you don't have a Vizier, you have a Vizier now.
1: Mm -hmm. Or if you got both and you need a payoff, go get your payoff. Yeah. And it's on color.
0: Yeah, I think it's really going to help this deck. Again, it's one of those decks that is not trying to play past turn three. Right. I don't know how these other cards are going to stack up when we've made it so you always have yeah. all your combo pieces. It also like the deck plays kind of toolboxy. It does, so it can
1: find like all your different toolbox creatures too,
0: which is kind of yeah. nice. Go get your collector oof Yeah, to to fix that problem. Mm-hmm. Go get a revoker if you need one. Yeah, so you're gonna just have ways to go kind of get all the pieces that you need. Mm-hmm. And heck, even if you're yeah, if you're missing your your walking blister, like you yeah. don't even need like dusk garage recruiter anymore, really. You could go down to like one because call gets your killing condition. I haven't
1: played the deck a ton. I don't know how greedy it is. But like, if you play combo, like you can't just call. Like if you're out of white mana, fair. Whereas if you play Duskwatch Recruiter, you can just go off and look yeah. at your whole deck and get whatever you want. Yeah, I don't know what the mana base is. Yeah, I'm not sure.
0: But so Duskwatch Recruiter is, it's two and a it's a two two for one in the green I think. Yeah. I and think for so. two in a green, you look at the top three or four cards of your library and you get to put a creature in your hand. Mm-hmm. So with Devoted Druid and Vizier of Remedies, you get to make infinite mana. So then once you have a Duskwatch Recruiter out, you just get to go through your deck.
1: Yeah, so Devoted Druid lets you put a Neg 1 Neg 1 counter on, on it to untap it, and it's a zero two, 2 and it yes. can tap for a green mana. Yes. So... The combo with Vizier Remedies is Vizier says if you would put one or more Neg 1 Neg 1 counters on a creature, you put that many minus that one. one. So you can still technically pay the cost to untap it, but it gets zero counters instead of one, and you get to make infinite mana that way.
0: And then Death Watch Creature lets you use that to dig through your deck yep. to find a walking ballista. And
1: you make an arbitrarily large walking ballista. And then shoot them a bunch, yep. an arbitrary number of times. That's right.
0: So we have on here Unbound Flourishing. Yeah, this was some tech that I uh, heard about on
1: uh, a Pro Magic Players podcast that I didn't think was super great, but I wanted to get Brian's Brian's opinion on it. So Unbound Flourishing is uh, two and a green for an enchantment. It says when you cast a permanent spell with a mana cost that contains X, double X. Yes. It also says when you cast an instant or sorcery spell or activate an ability... If that spell's mana cost or that ability's activation cost contains X, copy the spell or ability. Okay. So in this deck, Unbound Flourishing would make your Ballistas twice as big for the same mana, which is good if you need to use it as a removal spell. Yeah,
0: but, like, if you're trying to make them arbitrarily large, arbitrarily large times two.
1: Like, sometimes you just need to... Yeah, fair. ...to shoot something. Or, like, I don't know that this list plays Court of Calling, or... I guess it might even play uh, Finale of Devastation now.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's kind of interesting. It is. You've got 12 tutors. Your yeah. deck is like 12 tutors and like ways to win the game. Well,
1: it also makes like your Vizier and your uh, Druid win cons. It does. Like maybe you just play that instead of Ballista. You could. I hadn't thought of that till just now. You oh. heard
0: it here first. So, Finale Devastation, X Green Green. X Green Green. Uh, search your library for a creature card with converted mana cost X and put it on the battlefield. X or less. X or less, yep. and then if X is ten or more, mm-hmm. all your creatures get plus X plus X and haste until mm-hmm. end of turn. So yeah, you can just like arbitrarily large. Fissure mm-hmm. of remedies. Yeah. Kill you.
1: Birds of paradise. Whatever. Yeah. Hmm.
0: That's interesting. So yeah, you have a lot of ways to win the game now. Once you get to yeah. They have a lot of ways to find your pieces and win the game. Mm-hmm.
1: But the second part of Unbound Flourishing would copy that. Okay. So if you cost it for X equals 2, tap 4 mana... You get to, to get both pieces. You get both pieces.
0: Yeah. So, I don't know. It was interesting, I thought. Yeah. Again, I'm, I'm a curmudgeon. I was yeah. like, uh, I You're think you going to die on huge. turn
1: 2 and it doesn't
0: matter. Yeah, like, it's horrible to spend turn 2 or turn 3 kind of doing nothing. Yeah. When, like, you could have Eladomri's call mm-hmm. and just go get, on turn two, go get your piece, mm-hmm. as opposed to on turn two, like, play a thing and then be like, well, next turn, I can go get my pieces. Yeah. So it's like, get your piece on turn two, then get your piece on turn three and win the game. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've won zero pro tours, so I don't know. He's this probably smarter true. than me. And I don't,
1: uh it's uh, Patrick Chapin, by the way, yeah. is the gentleman who said that. Um, so,
0: probably smarter than me, so whatever. Well,
1: I mean, at one point, sure. I don't know about lately. <laughs> he's uh had some... Some not so great calls as of late.
0: Shots fired. Sunbird's invocation.
1: <laughs> I mean, to give him credit, he also found uh, Gurmag Angler. He did. All star in uh, Modern and Legacy.
0: Yeah, he showed up and played Gurmag Angler.
1: Yeah, and everyone laughed at him.
0: Yeah, and then he, he were like, oh, wait. Oh, wait. Five this fives is good. on turn two are good. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Um, See, so we already talked about my. My card merely just slumber. Yeah.
1: I just wanted to note that I think if snow is good enough to see play.
0: Yeah. This is why. This is your like your way to win the game where you're not trying. You're doing something else. Right. And then incidentally you have this card in your deck and it wins you the game. So you're trying to control the board, control the game, and then eventually yep. make a twenty twenty and win the game. Yep. And if you get out early, it scries you through to get away from the cards that aren't live in that matchup. It's like, oh, I'm playing Ad Nauseum. Mm-hmm. I can put this fatal push on the bottom right. and try to dig for my thought seas or whatever. Mm-hmm. As opposed to
1: your force of negation.
0: Yeah, you know, dig to my force of negation. I, yeah. In the board. <laughs> Saltai the Snowman is not is not rolling in here naked. He's he's prepared. <laughs> he's already strapped. So we don't really even have arena stuff. I played some ranked Yeah, I didn't play a whole lot. I uh, I played some Momir and hated
1: life. I was not a fan of Momir. I hope I never have to play that format again. Eh. I played a bunch of it, and the only reason I got to 15 wins was because towards the end people were just snap conceding. Okay. Thanks, Reddit. Yeah. Um, Was not a fan.
0: Yeah. And it's hard to get enough games to put together, like, reasonable information when you're playing best two out of three. Yeah. Because it takes three times as long to get uh, information.
1: Also, like, we haven't been focusing a ton
0: on standard
1: um, all our big standard events are done.
0: Yeah, like, done. it's super weird. Like, there's not been... We had a standard GP this weekend. Yeah. Did you know? I did not know. Yeah, people people placed. Yeah. People made top eight. I did look
1: at the deck list today, shortly before we uh, we started this, but...
0: Yeah, but just in terms of there was no coverage. No. I mean, I guess if you lived in Kansas City, but I guess you wish we would have talked a little bit more <laughs> last week. Yeah, sorry, guys. But, I mean, yeah, there's not a whole lot going on, and, like, it's weird... Like, we're in this weird spot where, like, war happened, Mm -hmm. and we're kind of right at the kind of tail end of war standard. Yeah. And it's, like, Modern Horizons pre-release, Modern Horizons release weekend GP. Spoilers for Core 2020. Spoilers for Core 2020 start, like, right then. Yeah. And so, like, it's in that last, like, really in the last month, Mm -hmm. and there aren't any big tournaments. Are most of the MCQs done?
1: Yeah, I think most of them are wrapping up, like, right like this weekend.
0: Yeah. So, and I don't think there's gonna be a giant shakeup of the meta game. No, I think of the the, uh, the last
1: thing that happened was uh, the command decks. And yeah, it was kind of the probably, last thing. Probably it until twenty twenty hits or rotation.
0: I'm gonna try to get back to a reasonable place. Yeah. Like grinding rain to arena is just not enjoyable. <laughs> not
1: really, unfortunately. But
0: popper, <laughs> popper. Bant hexproof, yeah. Bant boggles. We're doing it. Check out the uh, our Twitter page, right? Because you've yeah. been tweeting. Out your I, I sent out blue green, and I w- I got fifteen wins with Bant last night, and then just kept playing it to tinker with it. Yeah. So I probably got like thirty wins <laughs> with uh, Bant last night. Uh, love of the game, right here. Love love of the game. Love of love of not playing against mono red. Yeah. Uh, so, everybody was uh, snap conceding
1: on Momir to me, and that's how I got my 15 wins. And here you are crushing fools. Yeah, I got 30 wins. What now? Yeah, that's
0: right. Right, I earned no, no free wins here. I won no gold. Yeah. Yeah. I won no gold after 15. <laughs> well, like, I came to this sad realization. I was like, I don't have nearly as much gold as I need to have to, like, buy a bunch of packs. How did yeah. this happen? So, uh, yeah, I was like, I got to get some more wins here. I got to get some more 15 days here. This is rough. But. Hopefully, there's some cool stuff in Core 2020 to, like, shake things up. Hopefully, they don't, like, I don't know, print some, like, crazy, like, red, red, 3-2 haste first strike (laughs) uh, ridiculousness. Yeah. Uh, We'll see. Yeah, they're just going to print, like, they're, they're, like, an R&D, like, what if the Pyromancer guy, the 2-1, the 2's you, had a baby with Goblin (laughs) Chain Whirler? They got together. It's a (laughs) 3-2... First strike that deals two d when it comes into play for two mana, oh, this is great, I don't know, I think um especially after war
1: because it was so complex, mm-hmm. I think that they dumbed down twenty twenty a little bit. I'm sure it like
0: twenty nineteen was pretty brain dead, yeah, so I hope that I'll put sleep in the set. That's so miserable,
1: <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah. I mean, it's good to have, like, a palate cleanser once in a while where they just kind of get back to basics. Yeah, and And blocking. it's especially good for, like, all the new players, like people that are just coming in off Arena, yeah. where they can get into something that's a little bit easier to digest. A little and, more straightforward,
0: because war, yeah. war is a nightmare. Like, war yeah. standard is a nightmare.
1: Yeah, so I don't remember if I said something about it, like, on the show or not, but the first MCQ I went to, they had to stop the tournament after round four and say, all you people need to remember your Planeswalker static abilities because we're getting like 10 Judge Calls around because you're not remembering your static Planeswalker abilities.
0: Yeah, someone like draws two cards off a charter course and their opponent like, oh wait, there's an Arson out.
1: Yeah, or not paying enough mana for Dovin or whatever it is.
0: Yeah, so this has been a really complicated standard, like limited environment and standard. So it'll be good if some of this stuff kind of gets pushed aside and Mm -hmm. kind of get like something more normal. Yep, and then we got a rotation coming up yeah which we'll touch on in a future episode. Yeah, we had a question about that, so we're going to we're going to try yeah. and talk about that soon. Yeah, so uh next week is going to be a listener suggested topic, mm-hmm. which is kind of a first for us. Yep. We uh we thank you for uh, finally interacting uh, with yep. us, the couple people that have and, and we pay you off. Yeah. We get multi-tweet responses, yep. big paragraphs written about whatever you send us on. Yep. We got a deck list today that I wrote a big thing on yep I didn't get a chance to look at it, but I'm looking forward to when I get home so okay. so speaking of we have some some questions from from the users kind of related to um, to the set to this set to yep. modern horizons yep so okay first one here you're 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 better at this finance stuff than I am. All right, am. let me so, have okay. it okay I guess this is a uh, scroll savior on wherever this uh, wherever this message is from yeah uh how will the new land cycle affect modern so I think uh, this referring to the the, the horizon lands. The horizon lands. Yeah. Yeah. The horizon lands. Yeah, I think we're calling them horizon lands. We're gonna try. Yeah. The the horizons lands, uh, will that cause fetch fetches to dip uh, in price?
1: Uh, no, fetches will not dip in price until they're reprinted, at which time they will dip for approximately minutes. a month and then be right back to where they are. Fetch lands are not going anywhere. They are a staple of every format they have ever been and will ever be legal in. Yes. Um, they're just too good for what they are. Not saying that the Horizon lands won't see play, but modern has to, like we kind of alluded to before, modern has to be in a place where you can afford to play a little bit grindier game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, that's where those cards shine.
0: Or like in humans, where yeah. there might be another deck that needs to hit its third land, but doesn't have a lot to do with its fourth. Yeah. So, like, Phoenix, let's say, you mm-hmm. can... Yeah, Phoenix is Like, if you play like the the blue-red one, right mm-hmm. like maybe you, you hit your fourth land, and you need to... that needs to be a spell for that turn. Yeah. You can turn that into something. Yep. But I think they're gonna be one to three ofs in most decks. Yeah, I don't think any deck's
1: gonna play it as a four of.
0: Maybe Burn. Burn might be the only oh, one. Oh, that's true. Burn will. Because yeah. Burn wants to hit its third land, like, half the time. Right. And sometimes that third land is just needs to be a lightning bolt, right? So I think decks that are trying to like that need to like maximize the number of spells they see mm-hmm. are gonna play them, but I think they're gonna be one, two, three ofs for the mm-hmm. most part. So yeah, they're not gonna kind of take any spots from something good.
1: Yeah. Uh, so you want to tackle this next one? I'll take the first one here. Okay. Is Genesis
0: a playable modern card? So let's see if I remember Genesis stats. Is it three in a green? I think it's four in a green. Four in a green for like a five three. I think it was a 4-4. 4-4? Okay, this one I'm bad at. I, the other this was uh, impressive. Judgment, I believe it was. Judgment. In? And when it's in your graveyard, you pay 2 and a green and it can return... During your like, upkeep. During your upkeep. Yep. During your upkeep, pay 2 and a green, return a creature card, because it's not just Genesis, it's any creature mm-hmm. card, from your graveyard to your hand. Yeah. 2 and a green it happens on turn 3. It does, yeah. And it has to be in your graveyard already. Yes. Um.
1: I would love... For the format to be able to play
0: Genesis. I killed you twice on turn one. You killed me <laughs> twice on turn one. That's where I want to be. Yeah. So if your game plan is to Looting, put a Genesis in your graveyard, yeah. I'll dead you. Yeah. And we'll be ha- I'll be yeah. like this. And looks- I was playing
1: Infect. I mean, I
0: wasn't playing a slow deck. <laughs> you are like Glistener Elf Go and I was like 21 you? Yeah. Kill your Glistener Elf. Use that to kill you. Oh, yeah. Lightning Axe. Gra- it's okay. Real quick. Game one. Glistener Elf, I'm on the play. I go, land, he goes, Glistener Elf, and I'm like, lightning exit, discard Grizzlebrand, Gorio's Vengeance, kill you. And then the next game, I'm on the draw, and I go, gemstone caverns. I have pregame effects, gemstone caverns with a luck counter. He's like, Glistener Elf, and I was like, lightning exit, (laughs) discard Grizzlebrand. My turn one, Gorio's Vengeance, Grizzlebrand, kill you. Yeah, I died. So, sure, if you want to spend three mana. Yeah, like...
1: in that format, Genesis is not a playable magic right. card. I not wish it card. was. Sorry, Logan.
0: I'm yeah. there with you. Okay, what is the sweetest thing you want to do with snow mana? I've already established mine, which is to call a deck Salt the Snowman. Make <laughs> <laughs> <Big> sweet- 2020s. <laughs> hey, I just want to call a deck Salt the Snowman. 2020s okay. are gravy. <laughs> I want Nick Miller in the sideboard to be like... To say so, Sultai the Snowman. Yeah, so we're here with uh, Brian Wayfield discussing Sultai the Snowman. <laughs> i would be like, that's a win. Yep. We got a win here, folks. So
1: do you want to tackle this next question, or uh, should we skip to number four? Um, hmm.
0: Okay, so I don't know if this is a serious question or not. It's not a serious question. But what, what bear should go in your bear tribal deck from the new set? To
1: beat his friend's busted dragon deck
0: fair. Yeah. They fly. Bears don't even have reach. Bears are kind of terrestrial beings. So, so
1: instead of answering this question, what I'm going to do is take this opportunity to tell all of our listeners that there is a great story on the internet of somebody that registered grizzly bears for a legacy event. I don't know this story. Oh, well you have homework to do then.
0: Okay, uh, I thought we were going to tell the story of Sir Barrington. <laughs> uh, but... That's also a good story, do not you go? Yeah. Just Google Sir Barrington. This is a a full tournament
1: report of a guy that registered nothing but grizzly bears for a legacy event. Just tutus, two no text. Two twos for two mana, no text. It's fantastic. It's a great read. I highly recommend it. Okay.
0: Was it only basic forest? I don't remember. Mon- mon- not mono green grizzly? Okay. We'll I, I don't that. remember.
1: I don't remember the exact story. I remember that it was
0: incredibly entertaining, and everybody should look it up. Okay, this next one is uh, about card names. It is, yeah. So will you refer to On Thin Ice, which we should tell people what On Thin Ice is. Yeah,
1: On Thin Ice is Chain to the Rocks for snow permanence. So it's uh, one white mana for mm-hmm. enchantment. Um, it enchants a land, uh, snow,
0: snow, a yeah, snow snow land.
1: Um And when it enters a battlefield, you exile a creature until it leaves the battlefield.
0: Yes. So Logan, again, would like to know, will we refer to this as... Tongue to the flagpole. Absolutely. Absolutely. If this card ever sees play,
1: I will 100% call it Tongue to the flagpole.
0: Do you remember? Do you know what its playtest name was? No. Chain to the igloo. Chain to the igloo. Okay. That's pretty good, too. I want to call it, like, Snowed In. <laughs> All right. We got one more here. So I've heard... I've seen other people bring this up. Yeah,
1: I have also. This is actually a pretty good question.
0: And so... Will Goblin Engineer be a good replacement for Stoneforge Mystic?
1: Um, They are not the same card.
0: When you look at them, they are close-ish. So Stoneforge, one in the white Mm -hmm. for a 1-2. Okay. Uh, Comes into play. Search your library for uh, an equipment card. Put it in your hand. Mm -hmm. And then one in the white. Tap it. Put Mm -hmm. an equipment card from your hand onto the battlefield. Yep. So on some level casting cost is the same, mm-hmm. search is the same. Engineer puts it into your graveyard mm-hmm. and then brings it out
1: of your graveyard. Yeah,
0: if it's a sword, right? It does cost 3, mm-hmm. brings it back. The difference is one you have to be able to sacrifice an artifact, mm-hmm. so there's like that additional cost. Yeah. And Batter Skull costs 5. It does. That's not you can't Batter Skull.
1: And Stoneforge doesn't care about graveyard hate. Yes. Which is everywhere in modern.
0: This is very true. So, though it may have... Okay, I saw, saw this on Reddit as well. They're like, oh, look, it's just like Stoneforge. Yeah. I don't think it's nearly as good.
1: I don't think so either.
0: I think it's... If it's fixed, if it's a fixed Stoneforge, I think it's fixed too far. Yeah. I think it, you know, as I we talked about, I think it enables other, like... Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Yeah. But I don't think it goes into a fair deck...
1: Yeah, I don't think so either. Right. See, that was the thing with Stoneforge, is it wanted to be in fair decks. Yes. It wanted to be in decks that interact, and then it can find you your win con and go off from there. Mm-hmm. Goblin Engineer, I don't think, wants to be in fair decks. No.
0: I think you have to read Goblin Engineer as Entomb yeah. that sometimes blocks. Right. And that's what it does. And occasionally gets you a lock piece. Yeah, but it's it's in tomb, and yep. then you do something with the thing you've Entombed. Yep. As opposed to, I'm going to get my three mana sword and then put that three mana sword on my one two. I agree. Like I don't think that's going to be a thing. But no, I think that is a a reasonable question from again, the Squirrel Savior. The Squirrel Savior. Thanks, Squirrel Savior. Thank you, Squirrel Savior. Whoever you are. It's Chuckles. It's Chuckles. Yeah. You really didn't know that was Chuckles? I knew it was Chuckles, but I was yeah. trying to make it seem like we had like more actual fans. fans. <laughs> well, we do have actual we fans. Have actual they fans. talked so, to us this week. They did. They were yeah. like, "Hey." Yeah they thank me for my three tweet like treatise on yeah. uh on what going over the top <laughs> meant. So yeah. So like we said, if you reach out to us at places like casual tripod
1: yep. on Twitter. Uh casual try hard MTG on Facebook
0: or show at casualtryhardmtg.com. Yep. We got to, like get that website up and running. We have our own .com now. Yeah, it links to our podbean website. Yeah. So it'll shoot you right there. There we go. We will take the time to to answer your uh 100%. Yes.
1: Yeah, that was uh, one of the highlights of my weekend. Yeah, I am a very excited person. <laughs> very excitable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my highlight of the weekend was uh, responding to uh, one of our viewers. So
0: I uh, ignored work responsibilities and sent a long email about uh, a standard deck. There you go. Yeah, I had a, had someone working in my lab, and I was like, mm, "You don't look like you're on fire. I yeah. can I can write this email now." <laughs> so, safety number one priority here. That's right. And building a brand. One of the two. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of both. The, the bar for safety is not on fire. Yeah. So with that, I think we've kind of covered everything, right? Yeah, I think we're uh, we're good to go. We went through everything that we wanted to cover. We covered
1: some things you guys wanted to know about. And uh, stay tuned for next week. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: with that, we'll catch you next week. Yep, yeah, we'll catch you at FNM. And I put a uh, bear assault in there. It's like, what if I have a linteling out? Gotta get with the bears. <laughs> <laughs>